For so many years, everyone has been saying, like, it doesn't matter, is it B2C or B2B? It's mm-hmm. B to humans, B yeah. to people. And especially on social, if you are on social on Instagram because you want to see what your friends are up to, I'm on LinkedIn also to see what my connections and, I mean, some of my colleagues, past colleagues, my friends are up to. I'm not there to see and check out the updates from that particular company unless I have personal, kind of feel personal connections to mm-hmm. that company but usually that comes through knowing the people who are within that company or that I really kind of want to be a part of the movement that they are creating The B2B Marketing Exchange brings together B2B marketing and sales practitioners from across the country to get the latest tools and tips they need to succeed Now we're bringing the insights from the stage to your ears I'm Claudia Tarico, and I'm Kelly Lindenow, and this is the B2B Marketing Exchange Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the B2B MX Podcast. We are coming at you live from the B2B Marketing Exchange, and we're right in the middle of the marketplace of all the hustle and bustle that's happening, and it's truly been an amazing week. It's Unfortunately, the last day of the event, but there's just so much to learn and see still. And we actually have one of our speakers here with me today to chat about all things social media, events, and so much more. So I'm so excited to have Alexandra Panukina of Pixels with me today. I'm not going to lie, she's probably one of the coolest girls at the conference today. Alex is the experience marketing lead at Pixels and has spoken at some of our events in the past as well. So she's essentially my go-to for all things experiences and events. So Alex, hi, thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me, always a pleasure. It's so great to see you this week. Can you share just a little bit more about Pixels, yourself and your journey to your role as experience marketing lead at Pixels? Yeah, so Pixels is AI powered post-production platform and we work with large scale e-commerce brands and large scale photo studios. So whenever you shop online and you see all these amazing images and you immediately want to buy a product, there is very high chance that these images went through our platform before they went up on the website. And it's a truly incredible industry, like working with creative people, working with photographers and creative directors, creative operations has been like amazing for me and was one of the reasons as well I decided to join Pixels. But of course, another reason was just the awesome team that we have there and highly professional people in every role at the company. And my role in particular is experience marketing lead, which I'm very happy about because, you know, usually in the past, I was always event marketer, event Mm. marketing, but it has always been much more for me. It was about creating the experience. It was about working throughout the different functions, both for our customers, for our partners. And I feel like uh, was in this role at Pixels where I lead our account-based efforts and also lead our events and work with partners. That just like combines it all and makes a perfect combination that also makes so much sense because all of these areas are so interconnected. And of course, events for us are one of the cornerstones of our marketing and overall of our brand right now. That's awesome. So you sound like a busy gal, but it's always fun, right? Because it's always something different. 100%. You know, last week we hosted our first event of the year in LA. Next week I'm going to be in London and then we're launching our next event, Flow Berlin in one week as well. So that's definitely busy times 
but it's at the same time, I was thinking just now, like, I love what I do. Yes, it's busy and crazy, and I haven't slept properly for a while, <laughs> but it's been amazing. That's awesome. Good for you. So your session this year at B2BMX was all about creative social media strategies to promote events. And I know we've all gotten those generic, quote unquote, personalized invites to whether it's a webinar or an event or even just inviting somebody to check out an ebook or something like that. So it's starting to get a bit stale. So tell me why B2B marketing teams really have to start thinking more creative with their event promotions. It's essentially our big theme of the event as well. So why is creativity so important, especially to you? As you're saying, it has become stale. So there was time when there was almost no social media and everything went through the email and that was top acquisition channel. And then everybody kind of went on LinkedIn and people started boosting their own personal brands. People started becoming like creators. And that has shifted the perception of how social should look like to capture attention. And when the brands are posting some generic stuff, meets us, we are so excited, we can't wait to see you. Our event, like it's a must attend event, unique event. Mm -hmm. Is it really that unique? Because there are like 10 of them was right. in the same month, sometimes happening on the same dates. So it's really time to differentiate yourself and find this angle. I feel like right now, a message that will say, it's yet another event and we're not unique, but this is why we think you will enjoy it and tell some interesting story will get much more attention than this kind of fluffy message of, right. oh my God, it's going to be amazing. Right. We're like the only ones doing yes. it this way. It's beautiful. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Really think about it and think about your audience that you want actually there, right? And yes. what they want to see. So speaking of social media, I know it has obviously evolved so much. In B2C, it seems a little easier for, you know, people to work with celebrities, influencers. They're posting on Instagram. There's TikTok now. You're not, I mean, I personally, you know, I'm seeing a little bit of it in B2B. But tell me a little bit more about the evolution of social media and where we are today and if this type of B2C social media works in B2B marketing. It definitely does. Yeah. It's people. And I know that for so many years, everyone has been saying, like, it doesn't matter. Is it B2C or B2B? It's mm -hmm. B2 humans, B2 yeah. people. And especially on social, if you are on social on Instagram because you want to see what your friends are up to, I'm on LinkedIn also to see what my connections and, I mean, some of my colleagues, past colleagues, my friends are up to. I'm not there to see and check out the updates from that particular company unless I have personal, kind of feel personal connection to mm -hmm. that company, but usually that comes through knowing the people who are within that company or that I really kind of want to be a part of the movement that they are creating because we all know some companies that make it feel like they're cool kids and whoever is with them you're cool as well. I think what Drift has been doing overall, like with their brand in the past and with events in particular, because that's where I focus, so I always look out for these things. I mean, they've been doing an incredible job. Everybody wanted to go to their events. Gong has been definitely a breaking point for social media and how they've approached it. And I personally learned a lot from them. And I think Metadata is as well doing a lot on uh, socials, just like for the 
for people to look for the examples. Like, of course, go check out what Pixels is doing, but definitely <laughs> also look up to these companies and what Nick Bannon has been doing. I think it's a great example as well of things that you can learn from. Yeah, absolutely. And all of these brands are really kind of changing the game for B2B. It's no more like boring B2B. Everybody's really leveling up. And I'm seeing so many awesome examples, this, even just at this event this yeah. week, even on social, whether it's whatever it is, and even on the booths and all that. So it's really fun. Yeah, it's like many are, but are this really many? I mean, I could now name like three, four brands that really are top of mind, but yeah. I mean, there are hundreds and thousands of companies and almost all of them are hosting events of a sort. Yeah. Are they doing it? I'm not sure. Right. Well, Pixels is doing a fabulous job. You guys actually turned your organic social channels into the top acquisition channel for your event series, bringing in a record number of registrations at a 8.98% conversion rate, which is incredible. So, And that's not true anymore. It's 1027 oh, as of okay. last week. All it right. has grown since I submitted the abstract. It has changed. <laughs> I was talking about that yesterday in my that's session. Amazing. Yeah. So tell us how you did it. Yeah, we definitely went up from 4% last May. That was the share of organic social signups to 32%, which has been absolutely incredible growth, like eight times more. And the core there was we really, really focused all of our efforts and we didn't leave it just to one person, that social media marketer who needs to come up with everything and just do it. As I've seen in the past, that's how it's done and that's how it's structured. And sometimes even if you want to change it, you are not enabled and like not empowered to do so. That was my big luck. That's why I mentioned the team that is just so dedicated and has faith in social media and that everyone is like, yes, we know that we can make it work. So let's just double down. Let's bring all of our group kind of brain power as well. And we have different opinions and we have a kind of diverse group of minds on a team that brings and kind of shares the different ideas and we can all kind of brainstorm. We can also say, mm, I'm not sure if this is going to work. So the end result is never the exact same idea that someone proposed, but it goes through that process of creativity and kind of bouncing it back and forth. And then the end result is what makes the point and what has shifted for us. And of course, that was a lot changing and diversifying and making it more fun and creative on our own brand profile, but also a lot about engaging our own employees and making them kind of the faces of the brand and the voices of this event series and telling their stories. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know you definitely talked about employee advocacy uh, during your session and encouraging it. Can you share some of the best practices that you guys use for anybody who specifically wasn't at your session or wasn't at B2BMX this week? What can you do to really encourage that employee advocacy and get the employees excited about your brand? Because at the end of the day, like you said, they are the faces of it. Yeah, there is definitely a lot ongoing education. I don't want to say social selling because not everybody likes this term, but it's just about the value of social media. And again, I want to say that it's not just me doing this. I did bring like a lot of my ideas that I couldn't realize sometimes with my previous jobs to how we can promote the events, but I had a very solid grounds and solid foundation mm -hmm. and the team that is working towards it. And our CMO, Katrina Rasmussen, she is like a very strong advocate of the importance of employee advocacy, of uh, building personal brand, of being active on social. And she's like a great example of that. That's how we connected. That's how I got the job at Pixels. We awesome. knew each other from social, from LinkedIn. So uh, that is one thing. It's like that ongoing education, ongoing pushing that this is important. And it's not easy. Many uh, 
who are starting out doing that face a lot of resistance and you just have to push through that resistance. From first time you do like a LinkedIn bootcamp with your employees, it's not like it's going to be just take off and bring tons of results. Maybe it will. You're lucky, but it's an ongoing process. So that's the thing number one. Like you have to be constantly doing it, educating people, pushing people as well. Second thing that worked in particular for our events, we've introduced weekly social media challenges and we ask our people and create the tasks for them every week that have a theme and we prepare the content. And I say we, a lot of that work is done by my wonderful colleague, Christina, who is managing our social media and she also works together with me on organizing our events. So it's a double role of social media. A big and shout events. out to Christina. A big shout out to Christina <laughs> for doing that. And we kind of we come up with ideas together and she also does a lot of the actual like practical work like outlining these challenges creating visuals and the copy that people can use we of course always encourage people to create their own copy and make a twist on it add mm -hmm. some personality to it because this Posts always perform much better. But definitely having that ongoing cadency, it's also not easy. Not everybody gets involved, but that's why we have a lead time of 10 weeks. So people can could do half of them, yeah. but that's already a compound effect uh, over time. Yeah. And I also want to like circle back a little bit on, on your mention of having a diverse team, right? And it's absolutely important. You don't want the same, like a clone of the same person in the room because that's you're getting one idea, right? So yes. the, the importance I definitely wanted to just highlight there. Do you have yes. anything else to add? Yeah, definitely. And we also have different culture backgrounds. We are we are so many nations on the team. I'm originally Russian, living in Czech Republic with a lot of exposure. Like some of our team members are Danish. We have United States, Great Britain, Italy. Like we really are this multicultural team. And I think that really, really helps to be aware of cultural backgrounds, of understanding how we need to go to make sure we don't make mistakes on social, that yeah. we don't sound tone deaf, and that we also, as we are running events in different countries, that we are aligned with the culture of the country we are going to, right. that we sound and we feel natural. I really think it's super important because none of us can know it all and can know it best. We really need to listen to each other. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. All right, so I know I have seen you all over the event this week. You've been everywhere. So what are some of your biggest takeaways from B2BMX and your time here? Definitely people. And I feel like if you are networking, right, the, the connections part of the events, they don't just happen at the event. Mm. You need to be, if you want to be working towards building your network, I feel like you need to be working online and also use social and LinkedIn in many ways to build up that network. And then you come to the event and you get a chance to meet so many people you've only seen on social for yeah. many years. So you've done a webinar with or a podcast or something else. And finally, you actually meet in person. So communities, social media, that's your go-to while you're online and away, and then you can maximize your participation in events. That's 100%. And I guess in terms of the learnings, in many ways, I've been talking to many people and some are like, oh yeah, that's, I mean, the content was good. Yeah, I kind of feel that I know it all. I'm like, well, that's good because if you are good at what you're doing and you've been in the industry for 10 years, you won't be mind blown in every single session. Mm -hmm. It is in many ways, like if you learned one thing or interesting tip that you want to try, that was worth it because improving when you're already good, it's like in sports.
sport when I used to be an athlete, when you get to the top of your shape, pushing the boundary a little bit further, it takes so much work, so much more. So the same here, if you're good, getting that one tip that you can implement and maybe it will move the needle, that is all worth it. And also the reassurance that you are doing the right thing, mm. understand that you're on the right way, that is also extremely important because then we're back at our home offices, in my case, and you want to make sure that what you're working towards actually is in line with what industry is going to. Absolutely. All right, well, that's sort of all of the questions I have for you today, but we have this very special wheel of questions that we're asking some of our podcast participants and even just some people walking by to answer. So if you wouldn't mind spinning the wheel and see what question you got today. Sure, let's spin that wheel. And it's question number six. Question number six. Oh, this is a good one. Perfect for you. What is the most successful campaign you've ever run? That is definitely a good one. Or just anything that really makes stands me, out. Makes me really think. I honestly have a feeling that I am doing my best work now with Pixels because mm. it feels like all the years of different experience has come together and I actually have that space and a kind of opportunity to build up on it. So the event we hosted last week, it's been incredible, even though we were hit by a storm in LA and uh, that's been fun. Ooh. Having really low temperatures in sunny LA and oh pouring God, rain. Yes. But that was definitely one of the best events that I've ever produced. And not only just the event, the execution of it, right? But also the campaign leading to it yeah. and how we are doing the post-event promotion right now. I feel like we are really plugging in every single piece of the detail in here. But of course, also will be forever in my heart, the Summerish Live conference that we did back in 2019, just because it was absolutely outstanding event and so much different from what has always been done in that digital marketing industry that I think we all still have amazing memories, including all of the attendees. I still have friends that I made among the attendees who I never amazing. knew before, just because this three-day experience meant so much to all of us that we're still keeping in touch. Okay, now I have to attend one of your events. So Absolutely. <laughs> Let me know You've been to one. one, but it was so small. In Which New York, one? in New York, content marketing party. Oh, yes, and that was awesome. And I love New York City, even though I hate commuting there. I'm like literally maybe like 10 miles away from Manhattan, but that was such a fun, awesome event. And I think that's the first time we ever met in person. Yes, exactly. So awesome. All right, I'm gonna have you spin the wheel one more time to try to get a little fun personal question. Okay, right let's do that. Number nine. Ooh, perfect. What show are you currently binging? or we're binging before we're all binging. the traveling and... So we definitely went through the White Lotus, mm -hmm. right, finished it right before I boarded the plane. It's like my both guilty pleasure and my comfort show, it's friends. So during the that. trips, I just come back to the room and while I'm doing something, I can just turn on friends and and it feels at once cozier in the room, in the yeah. hotel room, wherever you are. I have the exact same situation too, but for me, it's the Golden Girls. So I've been playing that in my hotel room all week as well, right when I'm like getting ready for bed. So really great answer. My mom is a huge fan of Friends. And if you're ever in New York City, I don't know if you ever did the Friends experience. No, I haven't. It's like a full like interactive experience. And you walk through, they like redid all the rooms and all 
the all the what's it called all the furniture and everything is like exactly the same they use all the same props and everything it's really cool well Alex that's all we have with you today thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for just being part of our B2B MX community it's so wonderful to always see you thank you so much for having me always a pleasure all right well that is a wrap for us today thank you so much for tuning in of course make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you're always in the loop on whenever we drop a new episode we are available on the podcast player of your choice and of course share your thoughts feedback catch us on LinkedIn or Twitter give us your feedback we'd love to hear from you so yeah thanks again everyone for joining us and we will see you next week